everybody. Welcome back to another 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills-Alston. Karen, happy new week. How are you doing? I'm good with my little squeaky voice. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a, a spring... Oh, I was going to say spring cold, but I no. wish it was spring. It's the winter. I know. I know. Yeah. No, it's just the way I sound today. That's yeah. all. I'm good. Well, I'm welcoming in the energy of a new week, welcoming yes. it, welcoming in another invitation to lean into a, a transformational conversation. And with that, please let me know what we're talking about this week. The question is, re- respond or react? Mm. React or respond? I was going to say, I feel like this question speaks to, it's a spiritual question and it's also just a question in incredible communication studies. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's so fascinating. I always look at things in terms of how can I grow spiritually? How can I practice at a deeper level? And this react or respond is a spiritual practice. It is a powerful spiritual practice. Let me read to you a quote that I found from a woman whose name is Stuart Dunn. This is what she says. Unconsciously, all of our reactions and emotions to people and situations are pre-programmed from our past. They are reactions. We react with little thought, quickly, and unusually from a place of negative emotions. In order to best handle present situations, we have to become conscious of the moment and to our inner workings. In doing so, we respond. Responses are made with time and thought in a calm manner. Oh, this is so, this is so perfect because I, I had a hard time finding a study or, you know, a piece of, a piece of psychological information that could speak to this, but it's everything you just said. Yes. <laughs> because, um, I'm, I'm talking about the implicit association test, which was a, um, it was introduced in 1998 and it really is a psychological aid, which measures, um, reactions and it measures how when we have a reaction i hope i'm doing it justice and articulating it right when we have a reaction that is only due to our implicit biases that already exist yes so in them there's no getting out of it just in our humanness when we're having reactions they are um you know we're putting memories together we're putting pieces of the puzzle together all based on um, our past our biases our upbringing our everything so as much as we'd love to get away from it, there is no, um, there's no way that a reaction is not based in uh, knee-jerk, yeah, knee-jerk reactions. You've put two and two together, you've made five. That's just the way of it, and that is why we get to go away and have a response to actually collect the data, come up with a more well-rounded truth of of the matter. Mm -hmm. But that really is a spiritual practice because sitting with something or harnessing something is tough. Like that that, (laughs) there's never been a time that I've not reacted where in the moment it felt like release. And then I've gone on to think, Oh, 
I could have been right. so much more yes. elegant, intelligent, informed. Yes. And, but at the time, reacting can feel good. Yeah, but do we want to react? Oh, do no. Do we want to be um, on the edge of our seat getting ready to pounce on someone? No, we don't. And unfortunately, that's the way we have been trained as human beings. It's always to have the first and last word. It's always to um, uh, to uh, be the first to respond to someone. It's always to um, get the upper hand on something. And we do that in our in our humanness when we react because we are it's it's the way that we've been trained when i work with clients especially couples there's this we we talk about responding and reacting so i teach that reacting is something that is immediate that is something that is spontaneous that is something that we have no control over, and it's our humanness. Responding, when we, are, when we have this practice of responding, it's where we allow the presence to have its way. Uh, and response is really from love and peace and harmonizing good and joy. Um, even if there and if there's a, a there can be an appearance of conflict if both people are reacting so somebody has to respond in a when you're talking about being in a couple somebody is responding somebody is reacting if you have two people reacting then there's a fight yeah absolutely and i completely agree in a in a two-person dynamic or multiple-person dynamic, mm-hmm. um, everybody cannot be reacting because right. that is that is called the real housewives. Yeah, that is called arguing, getting in the last word. Yes. I, I, yeah. Um, and whether or not, so if I think about responding, I think, because you mentioned how it comes from, comes from a place of love, like, I want to say whether or not it may come from a higher place, which I believe it does, mm-hmm. it, it, the least it does is come from uh, calmness and intellect. Yes. I, I feel like the, the, the least it does is because you might, you might, the reaction you were going to have might be the same thing that you say in your response, but it's, it's thought about, it's considered. There has been, care and consideration into into that yes Um, and that's how it feels to me it might even be the same thing but it's not uh it's not just come from nowhere it's thought about yes and this is where we say you know people are saying just breathe just breathe which i find to be very rude i really do Um, we can't tell somebody to breathe when they when we see somebody reacting, what we can do is that we can breathe ourselves. So, in, so the practice is, instead of reacting, we begin to practice taking a breath. 
we have conversations with people all the time. We see things all the time where our first response is to react, for our first response is to be mad and angry and, you know, want to say something. What happens if we develop this practice of taking a breath? Yeah. And then turning within and allowing our our higher self to give us us some information. Oh, you're reacting because this just happened to you last week. You're reacting because this is something that is coming to you from childhood that is unhealed. Oh, you're reacting because, and then, so we take that information and we are listening to our higher self. We're listening to what's going on with our body temple. We're feeling the emotions that are coming up. And then we get to decide right then and there if we're going to bracket this, if we're going to put this on a shelf and deal with it later and simply listen to what's going yeah. on. That's a spiritual practice. Yeah, because the being able to put it on a shelf and deal with it later, that is like I think about um I think about people on the slots, you know, the slot machines. Yes. And you you can get to a point where it's called tilt i think that's what it's called where you know there's no pulling them out of that <laughs> of that another <laughs> yes. quarter another quarter another quarter um and also i just really want to say on what you said you know am i reacting because something that happened in my childhood am i reacting because something that um is you know it, it happened to me you may come to the conclusion that actually no you're reacting this way because what just happened in and of itself was not cool and yes. you get to, but you get to realize that in response. And you can even say, gosh, this, this, this would be so articulate. You know, I took some time to think about what you said, because I thought it, I thought I might've been triggered because of this, this, or this, but actually I've come to feel as if in and of itself, I, I, I disagree with what you said. And that is powerful. Mm -hmm. I'd listen to someone if they said that to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I took the time to consider if right. it was this, right? but it wasn't. Because I do think, because that can be, um, it's a really hot word right now, gaslighting. And I think mm -hmm. that can happen where we gaslight ourselves into thinking, um, oh, it's because I'm this way, or it's because I didn't get this as a child, or it's because this is my pattern. Often true. And there are also things that just happen on the surface, which are in and of themselves, something that you don't have to take responsibility for. Yes. And, you know, as, I, as you're talking, I'm being reminded that oftentimes if we have a reaction, an argument is going to ensue. And an argument, as opposed to a discussion, right, uh, an yeah. argument or even a debate will happen. And the idea is, is that when we when we have a reaction, we haven't thought about stuff. We want to have people agree with us. Yes. We want people, we want to convince people that this is the right way. It's the only way. No, you're wrong and I'm right. Why not, instead of having a debate with someone, having an argument with someone, why not have a discussion with someone? And a discussion to me is about opening ourselves up to hear what someone is saying. 
That's the listening that I was talking yeah. about. That's really responding to someone. We can respond to someone by hearing what they have to say. And we can simply say, hmm, hmm, that's interesting. I've never thought about it that way. There's a neutral ground that gets to be created. That's responding to someone. That's um, saying to someone, I haven't thought about it. I don't want to argue with you. I want to listen to you, and maybe we can pick this up another time. But right now, I'm going to listen to you. I don't want to have this um, move into something that is heated. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember, you know, there's a lot that happens online, as we know, and there's these phrases that people post, which I just think are brilliant, that are, um, it says, things you should get comfortable saying, and that they're things like, um, in light of that new information, I've changed my mind. There or, you go. thank you for informing me of that, I now feel differently. Yes. But that they're not things we're used to saying. And I do think that it speaks to just, life is... How can it be faster? How can it be quicker? How can it be bigger? How can it be smarter? That is the narrative of the world. But to build in these natural buffers of time into your life, cut off your reactions at their their core. And and I can speak to two examples for me. Um, I know my natural instinct with work is to take on too much. And people come to me and they have a great project idea. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in. That's exciting. Let's go. And then after a day or two, I'm like, <laughs> I really don't have the time to give to that or the energy to give to that. Yes. Or actually, I'm not even sure it's something that isn't in line with, you know, my, my greater purpose. So I've come to learn and it, and it works out well having you as a business partner, Karen, because I now, <laughs> I now get to say, um, I'm going to chat to Karen about that next week. And it builds this right. natural buffer of time, which, yeah, which cuts off, uh, which cuts off reacting in that way. And I'll tell you another great thing I started this year, which is incredible. Did you know on Amazon, you can select a delivery day of the week. So everything I order throughout the week just comes in one big box on a Friday. And that is so good because there's so many things on Thursday night, I think. (laughs) What was I ordering that for? I don't want that. And it really has cut off my impulsive Amazon shopping because I was always going to get it either on the day or the next day. So it created this get, get as soon as I put in this buffer of time where nothing came till a Friday, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden I was realizing things I was buying that I then cancel. I don't need that. And I kind of just stopped mindless Amazon shopping. So yes, yes. um, natural buffers of time because they used to exist we were talking about this another another time um they used to be just more of a punctuated way of living Mm -hmm. which does not exist right now yes in my day my amazon delivery day is monday so oh you do it yes i do it i've been doing it for a moment now and i i think it's really wonderful because it i have a a list of groceries that i want to have delivered right now. And I go on and I add things or I'm thinking, "Hmm, I don't want that right now. So there is, it slows me down. You and I are, are are individuals who are quick and fast. And, um, 
and it doesn't always serve us. And there are these natural ways that we can uh, that we have in place, like an Amazon day, like taking a breath, yeah. like whatever else we do that allow us to slow down yes. so that we are not reacting. We're responding. And I believe that our response is a higher way to live. I just, I, I just oh, do. I completely agree because it's mindful, not mindless. Yes. You know, yes, we speak yes, a lot yes, about yes. being mindful these days mm-hmm. uh, and as we should be, because it's so easy in just in the world we are on default. We are being mindless. We are, and also, and 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 you, I don't think you fall victim to this, but I know I do. When I talk about people who want an answer from me there and then, and it's that feeling of having to give it, to have the, yeah, it's like ugh, people. People sometimes want you to react, is what I'm saying. And isn't right. that what there's so many? And I found this like obviously because because we run a business, and I've been on too many a bad training program which talk about um, build urgency tell people there's only three spots left or they have to decide by midnight i have always every time i meet with someone about a service and offering i always say there's no rush and yes. and you get back in touch with me and yes, I, I think i've thing. got if i think about um what, what what is it they call it conversion rate of like discovery call to clients mm-hmm. i think i've got a freaking like 90 plus percent something yeah yes um, because i completely cultivate that i don't implement any of that what i'm going to call trash only if it's not true if mm-hmm. there is a limit of places and time yes. but when you're doing it as a scare tactic to force somebody to react to work with you i mean why would you even want that but the world wants you to react is what i'm saying yes and i do the same thing with my practitioner clients i i've had a couple of new clients come on recently and uh, we have these 15 minutes chat chats to get to know each other and i will say to them um even if after they have said to me, what's the next step? I will say to them, I'd like you to sit and think about this. If I'm the best match for you. And then you have my phone number. You can text me. You can email me and let me know what you'd like to do. And so that's a way for individuals to become more mindful and to begin to slow down the process I do that for myself and I do that yeah. for my practitioner class clients just to make sure that they are open and available to do this. And then we begin. Uh, so yeah. yeah. And I, I tell you, I, I have a friend who has told me this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And, um, that's how I have been living my life. Not a hundred percent. But I've been mm-hmm. living my life lately like that to just slow myself down. There's yeah. not, this is not, because I can do things fast and quick and in excellence. Uh, I don't have to do that any longer. Yeah. And I, I'm continued to be amazed by how quick and how long a week can feel. And what I mean by that is in some moments I say to myself, I'm going to think about how I feel about that next week. Right. And oftentimes it's very different. Yes. Um, yes. 
but sometimes in that moment, a week feels like a lifetime away. But yeah, if yeah. I think about when we get together to record, a week comes in, a week comes in, mm-hmm. a week comes in. It's this neuroses of constantly living in the finite few period yes. of days. Like yes. it's like, it's like we're all terrified to live outside of a 48 hour period. It's like, right. well, if that's not going to happen till the day after tomorrow, then I, I can't cope. No, you need to get into a, a rhythm of life where next week and next month is cool too. Yeah. And you know, if, if we believe, and I do believe that we are guided and directed by this presence, then um, I want to hear it. I want to listen yeah. to it. I want to make myself available to it. So if on my humanness, if I decide to react to something, is that my highest and my best? When I uh, take a breath, when I meditate, when I sit, when I walk, when I allow space for myself to be able to respond to something, then I really get to allow that presence to speak to me and I'm clear about what my next step is. That is something, as I'm thinking now, it's really very important to me. There's no reaction. There can't be for me anymore. I always want... Uh, my highest and best to unfold. So I want to be able to listen and to obey spirit. And perhaps my first thought, that was my highest and best. And sometimes it's not. Well, Karen, thank you so much for this conversation and for the many more we're going to have. Um, This has been 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick. I'm here with... Karen Mills Austin. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll see you next week. Bye bye.